0: and welcome everybody to fan stream sports powered by dsp media this is the fighting irish daily blitz and i'm your host rob Fedoff, also known as rpt you can find me on x at p Fittoff. So, off so episode 96 today it is the navy recap the dominating performance by notre dame yesterday and dublin ireland with a big 42 to 3 win not much to complain about i know i complained a lot last year after the first two games and even throughout the season i narrowed it down to four points that they could improve on for the following week and into the season but it was pretty much a flawless re- performance by coach freeman uh, and crew uh, it's great i can't say this enough to actually have now a i'm not saying sam hartman's going to win the heisman but this is probably the best quarterback we've seen maybe and i know jimmy clausen didn't have a great supporting cast he never had a defense and a great coach and charlie weiss but this is probably the best quarterback we've had at notre dame since jimmy clausen and brady quinn he's that good and I know it was only against Navy we'll truly get that test in two weeks in Raleigh North Carolina when we go to play at NC State but here's the thing I said it yesterday and other people said it as well on other podcasts and just news outlets typical Notre Dame teams would have played inferior or would have played down to their inferior opponent and that was Navy yesterday and maybe only won 27 to 13 or just struggled throughout the game. And it was came down to the wire. Yes. It's only Navy, but we were the better team. We imposed their, we imposed our will upon them and dominating. That's a good sign. Had we went out and you know, Sam Hartman's 10 of 20, 151 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. We're thinking a little bit differently today, but they dominated like they should. And that's a good sign. I know we want to see that, during the big three games against Clemson, Ohio State and USC. But to do this when you're supposed to, that's a good sign too. We just gotta keep that up throughout the year. The key word today for this podcast is relentless. From the time the game started yesterday until it ended, Notre Dame on the offensive side and defensive side, and you can put even the special teams play, they did not let up one ounce. I mean, they were just flying around the entire game I mean, just smacking guys around. They were just relentless, relentless, relentless. I can't say that enough. This team was hungry yesterday. I don't know if we've seen that. I mean, I know other teams have been hungry too, but if they are like this for every single game, they're going to be a tough team to beat. I'm not guaranteeing a 12-0 season, a national championship, but they're going to have a very successful season. If they keep this relentless type of attitude up, and I've heard... um, where people were allowed to be at practices this year they said that's how they practiced throughout training camp they just would not let up a lot of chirping out there i mean not disrespectful to teens but you know that cocky um that how can i say this that so-called cocky confidence is what i'm trying to say and you need that uh to be successful as long as you just don't rub it in people's faces that comes out the wrong way but just to have that you know cocky but arrogance i don't want to say arrogance just that cocky confidence is what i'm trying to say here and uh i can't i mean they were just non-stop throughout the game they would not let up at all so let's just get into i was i mean i was meaning to mention this last week i forgot to in episode 95 but we we gave up 363 rushing yards to navy last year when they almost came back to beat us uh, when we 135 to 32 and i forgot to mention: if we let them run for 363 yards we could lose this game yesterday we held them to 128 yards rushing that's nearly three times less than what it was last year excellent job coach al golden our defensive coordinator you took my challenge to heart and you came out with uh an a i don't want to say a plus but i would say a solid a for your turnaround uh, for shutting down the option that you've nearly failed miserably in the second half last year, but great job to coach Al Golden uh, to just, I said, that's nearly a third less than what they gave up last year. Uh, First downs, Notre Dame dominated 27 to 12. As I look on my iPad, my, I always call it my cheat sheet, total yards domination, just like the game yesterday, 444 yards to 171 to Navy let's see here rushing 191 notre dame 128 navy as i mentioned earlier uh penalties we were pretty clean we had one penalty for 10 yards and that was early on in the game i believe it was Holden Stace, or tight end uh that had that and that was the opening drive uh navy was three for 26. navy did lead in the time of possession but that's understandable because with the triple option you're going to have you need more time to establish 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 can't talk there those drives 33 minutes to 26 minutes so let's look at the box score and i can't say it enough sam hartman was as good as advertised and i'm saying he's going to win the heisman but what a performance he had for notre dame yesterday what a difference a quarterback makes for a team that has talent god knows how good this team could have been last year if we didn't have the qb fiasco i mean tyler buckner i don't know if he's ever going to be a great player uh Drew Pine is just Drew he's he's limited in what he can do and who knows if Tommy Reese is really that good of a coordinator Jared Parker called a great game yesterday he really mixed it up well I will give it let's just say this I mean I know people say well look Tommy Reese wasn't that good look how Jared Parker called a great game take that with a grain of salt yes it was a great called game however He had a great quarterback, too. Tommy Reese has never had that luxury at Notre Dame. So maybe it would have been similar had Tommy Reese stayed. We'll never know. But Jared Parker, just what he did yesterday, our New offensive coordinator, that is, for people that don't know, uh, just a great called game. I can't say enough for him. But you got to continue this. We just can't say, oh, Notre Dame, we're going to compete for a national title this year because we dominated Navy. We got to do this week in and week out. That relentless attitude we had yesterday and through training camp, we got to keep that for every single game. So for the next 11 games, and then if you're into the playoffs or a major bowl, it's got to be every single game, that relentless attitude. So Sam Hartman, he's pretty much damn near perfect. 19 out of 23, 251 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's the key. We didn't have any turnovers, which is the key as well. Uh, Steve Angeli did come in for the last minute. He completed one pass for two yards, and that was to uh, uh, Rico Flores, the true freshman. Rushing, great rushing game. Aldrich estimates 16 carries, 95 yards for one touchdown, but he did have a fumble. That'll come back in my criticisms. Jeremiah Love, great fresh, great looking freshman running back. Four carries, 40 yards, and his, his legs were just churning the whole time. He did not want to go down because usually – a young running back like that, they get hit, and then they just go right down. He was just churning out his legs the entire time, keeping them pumping, kind of like a Roger Craig-type running back from back in the day. I'm kind of dating myself there. But his legs just would not stop moving. Great-looking freshman there. Jabron Payne, a sophomore from Cincinnati, Ohio, six carries for 31 yards. Jadarian Price, four carries, 25 yards, and one touchdown. His first carry yesterday was a touchdown. It reminded me of Josh Adams in 2015 when he was a true freshman. He got a touchdown against Texas for our opening game in 2015. And The thing with Jadarian Price, I saw the spring game in 2022. He was an early enrollee freshman, had a great spring game, but then he tore his – I think he tore his ACL or was a yeah, – it was either an ACL or other significant injury, but I think it was the ACL. And he had to sit out all of last year uh, for his – true freshman season. Now he's a registered freshman. But uh, I expect big things from him this year. Just a very talented kid. And you saw it with his first uh, carry of the game for it being a touchdown. Devin Ford, he's the transfer from Penn State. One carry for two yards. Yeah, uh, Chris Tyree, he mishandled the uh, handoff from Steve Angeli, the backup quarterback. Uh, Fumbled, pounced on it. Can't let that happen. But one carry for negative two yards. And then receiving, this was the the big thing sam hartman spread it out he had just one thing the offensive line protected him pretty well he only got hit maybe twice he was not sacked at all and when he did face pressure he has that presence to just kind of move around a little he's not a uh, he's not like a patrick mahomes type. i mean he's a decent runner but he's not a true let's say running quarterback like lamar jackson but he just does enough to get avoid pressure get outside the pocket and make a play which he did multiple times yesterday. But I can't say enough, the line really protected him well, but he just makes it look so easy. I haven't, like I said, since Jimmy Clawson and Brady Quinn, that's probably the last time we've truly had a really talented quarterback like this, but he was just picking apart the Navy defense. Now, whether he can do that, I think he will be successful throughout the season, but we have to see that in the big moments as well with Ohio State, Clemson, and USC, and even NC State. Duke's going to be tough as well, but... He just, he made it look, I mean, he's picking apart the entire game, but he spread the ball out to nine different receivers. Uh, Jaden Greathouse, three catches, 68 yards. His first catch was for a touchdown. Another true fresh, uh, well, Jadarian Price isn't a true freshman, but Jaden Greathouse is. Wide receiver, his first catch was for a touchdown. Of his three receptions, this true freshman had two touchdowns. Just, and that's what I like about Marcus Freeman too. Even if where Brian Kelly always kind of gave senior, the gave more playing time to those who were upperclassmen, even if they were not the better players, Marcus Freeman is just going to go with the best players that he has right now to win and, you know, sprinkle in the, uh, complimentary player, complimentary players here and there. But you, you if these freshmen are as, as good as advertised, you got to use them. And he did that yesterday, uh, Jaden Thomas, four catches for 63 yards, one touchdown. Deion Coles, he had a great game. He's been kind of off and on throughout his career. Uh, three receptions, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Chris Tyree, three uh, catches for 36 yards. Aldrick Estime two for 26. And then Matt Salerno, Devin Ford, uh, Rico Flores, and Jabron Payne. Jabron uh, Payne had two, but the others had three uh, receptions each. The only one not in there is Tobias Merriweather, and that was kind of a uh, Well, it was a disappointment. He dropped a pass, but then Sam Hartman uh, undershot him, uh, which would have been a touchdown pass. It was actually a pass interference. They called it initially a pass interference. Then they said, no, it was not, but it was. Um, Had he thrown a decent ball to uh, Tobias Merriweather? That was one of his uh, few passes that were not uh, pretty much perfect yesterday. Uh, But, uh, yeah, he did not have a, 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 a pass reception at all. And they're expecting big things from Tobias Merriweather. He's supposed to be their number one receiver. And last year, his first, his only reception was a touchdown against that Stanford game. But they said he was having trouble learning the playbook, which is understandable for a true freshman. However, they got to get him. I'm hoping they get him involved pretty good against Tennessee State to get. I'm sure his confidence isn't uh, shaken, you know, awful right now. But I would get him involved somewhat to get that confidence going again is what I'm trying to say against Tennessee State but still he, for his entire Notre Dame career, it's just that touchdown pass in the Stanford game last year, that awful Stanford game. He still only has one uh, reception in his Notre Dame career. So they got to get him going next week. Uh, Fumbles, Chris Tyree fumbled at the end. We got it back, Aldrick estimated too. That'll be coming up in my so-called nitpicks and criticisms. Oh, the defensive side, they really, there was a couple breakdowns, but that's understandable for a triple option team But uh, tackles, Jack Kaiser had eight. Maris Leofield, I've been uh, bitching and complaining about his play for the past uh, year or so. He just has not produced. Played a great game yesterday. Caused a fumble that we didn't look like we did recover it, but they said we were out of bounds. He had seven uh, tackles. Uh, Howard Cross, four. The transfer from Ohio State, uh, Javante John, I think I'm pronouncing this right, Javante, Jean Baptiste, he had four tackles, one tackle for loss. And let's just see for the actual – Xavier Watts had four tackles. Uh, Sacks, let me get into that. Josh Burnham had one, and Riley Mills had one as well. Um, we did, though, uh, Spencer Schrader, the transfer kicker, place kicker, that is, from South Florida, he missed a 42-yard field goal at the end. Can't happen. If we need a 42-yard field goal to beat Ohio State, Clemson, or USC – or NC State or Duke, that's going to be tricky on the schedule too. You got to hit that. Um, that's a makeable kick. You should not be missing those. So so let's go to my criticism. I kind of said some of them throughout this analysis here. So Sam Hartman was as good as advertised. He was the MVP of the game. It was just so fun to watch him. He looks and makes so easy. Just a great, great, talented quarterback. And it's going to give us a chance to win a lot of games this year and compete for the playoffs and maybe compete for a national title, but he, he underthrew Tobias Merriweather would have been a touchdown. The one good thing about that drive, we still scored a touchdown from that drive because we, we kept moving the ball at will on Navy, but he underthrew Tobias Merriweather. If he just puts, he put too much air under that ball. If he lets it out a little bit more. That's a touchdown pass. So Sam Hartman, as good as you were, you could have been a little bit better yesterday. You could have had probably five touchdown passes, uh, to, so, and that leads into this, Tobias Merriweather. Yeah, that one was underthrown to you. The other one you just dropped. You only had, you didn't catch any passes yesterday. You still only have one catch in your entire Notre Dame career. But here's the thing too. Remember my podcast last week when I said, not every game, Sam Hartman is going to be, um, can w- win the game by himself. Aldrich Estime can't. Sometimes the offense is just going to be, it's not their day. The defense has to step up. I gotta think maybe Navy was just totally focused on Tobias Merriweather throughout the game. And that opened up Dion Colsey and you know the other running backs. And Deion Colsey took advantage of that. He had one touchdown. He he had a great catch uh, right before halftime, I believe. But that's the thing. Tobias Merriweather didn't have a great game yesterday, but other players stepped up. And that's what I talked about last week. For This team to be successful, that's what's gonna happen. And they passed with flying colors yesterday when that concept uh, took hold is what I'm trying to say. Uh, What else? The missed field goal. I said that earlier. That's a makeable kick. I didn't see the, I mean, I know it was kind of raining throughout the day, but he just uh, hooked it right. And you can't do that, especially when uh, this team um, may rely on you at one point during the season because we're going to have some close games and that's the one you have to hit and unacceptable. And the last one, I mentioned Aldrich Estime. Last year he would get fumbleitis, and it started playing with his uh confidence. And after he fumbled yesterday, which it ended up going out of bounds, so it didn't hurt us with a turnover. He did not, I don't think he touched the ball the rest of the half, but then they went back to him in the third quarter. Um, so maybe coach uh Dylan McCullough, who's the running backs coach, said, Hey, I don't care if you're the starting running back right now. You did this last year, you cannot do this again. You're going to sit the rest of the half. I can't prove that was the case, but he did not uh, play for the rest of the half from when I went back and watched the film, unless it was just a play I missed, but you can't fumble that Aldrick. You just cannot fumble that. And Chris Tyree had that fumble too, right before the uh, end of the game. But having said that it was pretty much a, I don't say a flawless, but a well-played game by Notre Dame. They are, um, they looked really good. Uh, Hopefully, no issues coming home. for I believe they leave uh, later today in Ireland, get back, get their rest, even though they're coming back to a time zone where they gain five hours, but it kind of throws your system off. And hopefully by Wednesday, they're back on the regular time. And uh, hopefully the Tennessee State game is over by the first half, and we can get those guys rested up for NC State and get the younger guys in as well. But another thing too, as I failed to mention earlier, I wanted to say, this team is very deep. We have not seen a team this deep uh, in a while. Maybe since, even though that team was uh, hindered by injuries, like 2015, that was a pretty deep team, but not just the first string got hurt, but the second string, that was when they had nine true freshmen playing against Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. But this team is very deep, and that's what Notre Dame has to be, because ever since that playoff game against Clemson in 2018, when Julian Love got hurt and we just didn't, we had a great defense that year and two good quarterbacks with him and Troy pride, but, uh, Julian Love got hurt and Trevor Lawrence just goes right after his, uh, uh, replacement. I forget who it was. And then they scored two touchdowns. We didn't have the depth to compete with Clemson that year, but I think now we're getting that depth. The only place we probably don't have depth right now is quarterback, but it's not that there's not talent at quarterback. There's just not enough experience at quarterback right now, but Overall, this team is very deep, which uh, as long as they stay healthy, this should uh, uh, lead to a successful season. But I'm still saying, despite the great day it was yesterday, especially watching Sam Hartman, it was just a breath of fresh air to finally have a quarterback that can make plays, and you're just not limited at quarterback. Yes, he has limits, but he can really uh, carry a team uh, throughout the year. I'm still going to say 10-2, and and I'm still going to say Ohio State beats us and clemson beats us but i may change my opinion throughout the year but i'm still going to stick with that because that was it was just one game and then next week's tennessee state we're not going to get much of a gauge of how this team is uh, um the only thing that we could kind of get a gauge on this team if they come out really sloppy one i can understand because of the jet lag but if they're just sloppy throughout the game and just don't seem like they care like the stanford game last year that's going to be a a telling sign that this team can't stay focused throughout the year. I don't think that'll happen, but, um, that's what I'm going to watch for. That's one of the big things I'm watching for next week is how focused they are. If they're still a relentless type of, uh, team, because like, I can't say that enough. Relentless, relentless, relentless. That was the entire game yesterday. They did not let up for one play. Yeah. A couple plays. They might not have been successful on the offensive side or let a couple of those, uh, Option plays go for maybe 10, 15 yards for Navy. Uh, But that was few and far between. They were relentless the entire game. They just had not let up. It's been a while since I've seen a Notre Dame team do that. But uh, we got to see through the rest of the season. Still saying 10-2 and and a New Year's Six Bowl win. But as I said last year, depending on how this team uh, progresses throughout the year or regresses, I may have to change. Uh, my predictions here or there as an analyst, that is, because last year, what I say, nine and three to start. And after those first two games, I was saying at best six and six, but then they gradually got better and had a hiccup against, uh, you know, Stanford and USC, but finished the year pretty strong. So thank you so much for joining me for episode 96. Uh, the preview show for Tennessee State will probably be very short because I don't think they played it all this week. Uh, it, it should be a dominating win. Uh, more or less a win to kind of uh get ready for nc state which will be our true test uh in two weeks from yesterday in raleigh north carolina so thank you so much for joining me for episode 96 and as always go irish